For Gary and Karen, it had been a true American fairytale. They were best friends from kindergarten all the way through middle school. Until Gary reached the age where he was getting made fun of for having a girl as a best friend. Even though he still cared about her and wanted her friendship, he put on a front and acted like she had some sort of disease. He even went as far to pick on her and bullet her in the school halls. Many days she would cry herself to sleep, wondering why Gary had turned on her like he had. It wasn't until high school that Gary came to his senses and realized that Karen was turning into a drop-dead gorgeous bombshell. He knew that one day she wouldn't be available. Even his closest friends were starting to talk about her, some making comments that they were going to be the first to fuck her. A few even had personal bets between themselves. Gary knew he had a lot of ground to make up if he was going to be the one, especially how bad he had treated her over the past few years. He wasn't too confident that she'd give him the time of day because of it, but he knew he was going to give it his best shot. He'd never be able to forgive himself if he didn't at least try. It didn't take him long to get into her good graces, and before he knew it, they were a couple. Everyone else knew it too. Karen was a preacher's daughter, but you wouldn't have guessed it. She let Gary have his way with her the second night they were alone together. They parked at the end of a gravel road that was hardly used, and that is where Gary's future started with Karen. It was that night under the full moon and stars where Karen removed her clothes for Gary. He still relishes today the sight of her soft breasts, becoming visible in that moonlight so many years ago. It was as if she had been planning it all these years, as if she knew exactly who she wanted to take her virginity. They continued to date through high school as well as through college. They planned it all. As soon as they graduated college, they married and bought a small starter home in a quiet suburban neighborhood. They had two children before their fourth wedding anniversary and still live in the same house to this day. It was what she had always dreamed about. A nice home, jobs that provided for their family, and children to watch grow into productive members of society. Everything had fallen into place. Now that their children had grown and moved away from home, the life that Karen had always seen as perfect had started to change. She noticed the change in Gary more than herself, but nonetheless, things were changing. Their sex life was still very active, but as time went on, the excitement that was once there had started to diminish. Gary seemed to become more and more unappreciative and took her existence for granted. Sex became more like a chore and lacked the passion and excitement that she had always longed for. No matter what new adventure she introduced inside the confines of their bedroom, Gary always seemed to be out of touch. Five years prior, Gary insisted that he get a vasectomy. He was happy with the two children they had and insisted that he go through with the procedure, no matter how much Karen objected. For several months, she did object. She always wanted a third child, but eventually gave in to his wish and put his one above her own. It was something she had always done. It was one of her biggest flaws. She always put others' wishes and wants above hers, no matter what type of emotional repercussions it brought her. She had a way of hiding her feelings. Gary had also started drinking heavily, which is something that was new. She knew it was probably from depression, but the more she pressed the issue, the more he continued. She begged and pleaded him to seek help, but he rejected the suggestion. He only reassured her that he would be fine. Even his poker buddies that came over twice a week noticed that he had been getting out of control. But they never said anything because they didn't want to lose their weekly hangout spot. Their wives wouldn't ever allow the poker nights and was a wonder why she allowed it. But Karen would rather have him home than out drinking in places where she wouldn't be able to protect him. Karen became adapted to their new lifestyle, even though she didn't have much of a choice. His poker buddies became as good of friends to her as they were to Gary. She chose not to get involved with the game 
but still interjected herself in their conversations and routinely kept them supplied with fresh cold drinks and things to snack on. Kevin, Brian, and Mike didn't ever seem to mind her being around either, even though it had originally been started as a guy's gathering. They all welcomed her and often sought out her advice on their relationship issues. They appreciated her advice. Well, almost all of them, except for Gary. In the beginning he tried to keep her away, but she made it perfectly clear that if he was going to continue to have his friends over, then he couldn't expect her to lock herself in their room. She refused to live in a prison in their own home. Chapter 2 The front of Karen's blouse fell open after she released the last button. With one smooth motion, she rolled her shoulders and allowed it to fall and gather at her feet and gathered on the floor around her high heels. With one hand she reached behind her back and unclasped her bra, immediately feeling the relief of her tits being freed. It was one of the moments she looked forward to after getting home from work. As she was unzipping the long zipper of her tight pencil skirt she heard Gary come in the front door downstairs. Hey babe, just changing from work. She called down. Gary heard her call out, so he followed her voice and found her standing in front of their dresser mirror in nothing but her panties. The sight of her body, even 25 years after he first saw her naked, excited him. Sure he saw that her hips had gotten wider from birthing children and her breasts were much larger, but his cock still became erect when he saw her naked. Gary quietly entered the room behind Karen, and even though he saw her eyes following him in the reflection of the mirror, he still acted as if he was trying to surprise her. His hands rested on her shoulders as he leaned in to give her neck a kiss. She tilted her head to welcome his lips. He kissed lightly and inhaled a deep breath, taking in the sweet perfume she had applied earlier that morning. If you keep welcoming me home this way, I may have to start telling the guys to just play without us. He said in a teasing voice. Karen's nipples stood erect and goosebumps rose on her arms. She closed her eyes, trying to feel some sort of electricity that she had once felt. For a second she thought she had, but as soon as she felt it, it disappeared when she felt Gary release his embrace. You better hurry and get dressed. The guys will be here in a bit. Gary said as dropped his embrace and walked to his closet to change from his work clothes. Chapter 3 The sound of cards shuffling and the laughter from the guys filled her ears as she stood in front of the microwave, mesmerized by the popcorn popping. She found herself lost in thought, thinking about the occurrence earlier that afternoon. Does he still love me or want me? She was so lost in thought that she hadn't realized the popcorn had stopped popping until the smoke alarm went off. She quickly came to her senses and grabbed the bag from the microwave to toss it in the sink. She flooded the bag under running water to stop the smoke. Hey, popcorn ta three Kenyan shillings am I nutes? Not 30. Gary shouted from the den. After making a fresh batch of popcorn on the second attempt, she took a heaping bowl and a new round of beer to the poker table. Gary made another snide comment about the popcorn as she set down the bowl. The guys felt the tension and looked uncomfortable because they knew Gary was being belligerent and mean. Kevin especially knew that she was upset because he made it a point to thank Karen, which was a backhanded compliment towards Gary. Thank you Karen, I would have eaten it anyway. Some of us just can't be as perfect as others. Brian cleared his throat to keep himself from laughing. He caught onto the innuendo that was a deliberate jab towards Gary, which he knew he had deserved. As Karen turned to leave the room, a smile arose on her face from ear to ear. As mad as she was at Gary, she couldn't help but feel instant gratitude for Kevin. He had taken up for her no matter the repercussions that followed. Although Gary would have never said anything to Kevin because Kevin had a much more dominant demeanor than Gary. As a matter of fact, it was so dominant that Kevin excused himself from a hand and went to check on Karen in the kitchen. 
Karen was washing dishes at the sink and didn't hear Kevin enter behind her. She was startled when Kevin placed his broad hand on her delicate shoulder. You have any of that burned popcorn left? He asked in the most serious tone he could possibly muster. Even though she was startled from being approached from behind, she still found a way to smile. Only if you like eating from the trash. She quickly responded, while keeping her hands at task under the running water. Something seems off with you Karen. Kevin's tone sounded even more serious now. He was actually concerned for her happiness. No matter how good of friends he was with Gary, Karen was just as good of one. And he wanted to show her that. He wanted her to open herself up and let him in. He felt her unhappiness radiating from her entire body. Kevin left his hand on her shoulder as she continued to wash dishes, which eventually started evolving into a firm massage. Karen quickly turned her head to look at the kitchen entrance, nervous that their closeness would raise eyebrows. But when she heard three distinct laughs coming from the den, she knew that there wasn't anyone to see them. At least for the time being, Kevin's hand began to move in a more caressing motion, which eventually eased down to the small of her back. Karen's muscles tensed from nervousness, but she didn't show in sign of resistance. She let his hand remain and continue to rub her lower back inappropriately, even though she knew it was wrong. Something about Kevin's boldness excited her. Kevin felt her melting under his touch. He knew he had her right where he wanted, and knew he could do anything he wanted, but he wanted it to be her choice. Kevin was so confident in his seduction, he decided to make an even bolder move before he ran out of time. He reached up and delicately brushed her long strands of hair, exposing her neck and ear and leaned in to speak more quietly. I think you're not getting treated right Karen. As a matter of fact, I know you're not. Karen nervously kept the sink running and noticed that she no longer had a dish in her hands. She was simply keeping her hands occupied by letting the water keep running over them. Kevin kept the conversation one way. He simply judged her body language as to if he should keep pursuing. I think you deserve more Karen. A lot more. He said with more enunciation but still keeping his voice just above a whisper. As he kept talking he let his fingertips of the hand that was on the small of her back start tracing the waistband of her panties through her sundress. The thin material made her panty line unmistakable, and he knew she felt what his fingers were tracing. Kevin heard a chair push out from the poker table, so he knew he was running out of time. He leaned in closer to her ear, and with more deliberation, he pinched the waistband of her panties and slightly pulled. You don't have to answer now, but if you ever need more, give me a token before I leave tonight. He said, letting her waistline of her panties give a slight snap when he quickly released. Even if Karen wanted to answer Kevin, she couldn't because he immediately turned and left the kitchen to rejoin the others at the poker table. The tension must have eased between Kevin and Gary because she could hear them laughing and talking. Karen remained in the kitchen the rest of the night for the most part except for the occasional round of beer she'd take to the table. She deliberately made it a point to not make eye contact with Kevin, because she was afraid her expressions would be obvious. She was still in shock, but she did her best to act natural and calm. Kevin knew that if she had actually been offended, she wouldn't have allowed him to remain in the house. The poker game went on for a few more hours, and eventually the game had ended. Like always, Gary lost all his chips and made it obvious to everyone that he had too much to drink. Everyone else took that as a hint that it was time to wrap it up. Brian and Mike walked out first with Kevin trailing not far behind. Brian and Mike's trucks pulled out first. Karen watched from the partial open front door as Kevin climbed into his truck. She turned her head to see Gary still sitting at the poker table, sloppily trying to rake the chips in a pile. When she turned to look back at the driveway, 
Kevin had already started to slowly back out. As soon as his back tires touched the street, Karen ran out into the driveway. Kevin, wait. She yelled while running towards his headlights. He must have seen or heard her, because he stopped and lowered his window. She nervously swallowed a big gulp and stood beside his window. Kevin looked down at her with a dominating smile. It was a smile that said he now owned her. A smile that said he knew she was coming out to tell him she wanted more. She held out her arm towards him with a clenched fist. He calmly extended his arm out with his palm opened up flat. Karen released her grip and placed a wadded up ball of silk panties into his palm and then turned to walk away. Kevin waited in the driveway until Karen had made it back into the house. He watched her shapely ass sway under the thin material of her dress and knew that she was completely bare underneath. He rubbed the silk material between his fingers while he watched. He felt an erection building in his pants. When Karen opened the front door Kevin saw Gary standing just inside and appeared that he was inquiring why his wife had walked outside. Gary stepped aside to let his wife enter, then stuck his head out to smile and wave goodbye to Kevin. Kevin smiled, knowing that Gary was blinded by his headlights. He brought the silk panties to his face and drew in Karen's scent through his nose. The fresh scent of her pussy made his cock fully erect. 